do that. Okay, so welcome to Naturally Healthy Club September 23 group week two. So today we're going to be talking about one of my all-time favorite topics, maximizing the pleasure of food. And we've got my birthday flowers here. Um, yeah, so I wanted to start this with a quote from Tim Fargo. And he says, who you are tomorrow begins with what you do today, which of course makes total sense when we're looking at our um, relationship with food and uh, our bodies and all, all those sorts of things. Like what we eat today determines how we feel tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy, and I, I'll start each of these calls with our philosophy just so we really get this into our bones. So first is I am or I'm becoming naturally healthy. I am way more powerful than I think. There's no rush. Yes, I weigh XXX and it's okay. I accept myself with curiosity. How do I want this to go? That beautiful question that brings us into making it really helps with making intentional choices. Overeating and stuffing myself is never worth it. Even just one more bite is not worth it. There will be plenty of amazing food in my future. So it's all like reminding us of, of the food abundance that we live in. I change best when I feel good. I don't have to do this perfectly. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. It's safe for me to feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. I am so lucky. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. There is no failing, only learning. I want to do this and I can do this. And then the other thing that I'll do at the beginning of each of these calls is go just go through our Naturally Healthy Club process, which we spoke about last week. And so there's four, four parts to our process. And the way we remember it is LITE, L-I-T-E. And remember, we're on a treasure hunt to find what your version of this Naturally Healthy um, Club process looks like. So it's not going to be exactly the same for each of you. Um, but so the four the four parts, so L is for listen, so it's listening to our bodies. I is for making intentional choices. The T is for tracking and E is for enjoyment. And so we're actually, we're implementing this process in the reverse order and we're going to take it slow. And so today we're going, we're going to be delving deep into the E for enjoyment. And there's two key parts to this and we're going to get into this more um, during the lesson, but the, the, for each part of the process, I've narrowed it down. Like there's, there's a key thought that's really helpful with, this, with, with each part of the process. And then there's a habit that goes along with each part of the process. And that combination of like habits and mindset is really magical for making change. For making change. So the, the, for the enjoyment part of the process, the thought that I find really helpful is there's no rush. And we'll explain, I'll explain more about that, but just coming back to reminding yourself every time you're sitting down to eat or every time you're interacting with food, just reminding yourself there's no rush. And the habit that goes along with the enjoyment is the first habit that we've been working on is like putting our cutlery down in between bites just to slow our roll. And then there's actually, this is the only, this, this actually has two habits um, attached to it. And so the other one is going to, is anticipating treats, which we'll, we'll talk about today. So that's our process. And just, I know you're going to like, I spoke to the, um, to the that late group yesterday and like, like don't, 
if your brain's saying, yeah, but how am I going to learn to listen to my body? I don't know if I can do that. Like, don't let, like, just don't worry about, we're just going to take it one step at a time. So if your brain's trying to fast forward and like solve all the problems for everything, like just totally normal. My brain does that too. when I'm, when I'm wanting, wanting to, wanting to get going into something, but it's actually more helpful to just take it one step at a time, do it, like get each, each step into your, like under your belt before you move on to the next step. So, um, yes, but it's totally normal if your brain is, is like freaking out about, ah, oh, how am I going to make intentional choices? <laughs> um, okay. So our plan for today is I've just got a bit of news to share. And then, um, another thing that I'll do on each of these calls is we'll go around the group and I want to hear like a tiny win from each of you. And, um, and it, it can be like anything. It could just be like, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm showing up. I'm here on the call. It can be a big, bigger heart. It, it's really, um, no, nothing's too big or too small to share. And it can also be a lesson. So if you've had something that hasn't gone so well, but you can see that you've learned something from it, then you can share that as well. Um, so yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll, I'll go around the group and to hear who, who wants to share. Um, then we'll do a quick recap on last week's lesson just to refresh our memories and in case anyone missed last week's lesson. And then we're going to talk about this idea of I maximize the pleasure of food and we're going to be doing our tasting exercise. So um, you, if you haven't got two pieces of food for the tasting exercise, if you can grab something, you want two pieces of something the same. And it could be like two strawberries, it could be two pieces of chocolate, like two chips, whatever, um, two pieces of cheese, whatever, you two, two pieces of apple of apple it doesn't matter what the food is just as long as it's something that you like to eat and there's two of them uh so yeah we're going to do our testing exercise and then we're going to be talking about this idea about anticipating treats and um and the the tiny habit that goes around that and then if we've got time at the end we'll open up to coaching Okay, so in terms of news, actually the only news is, um, so each week we have a post of the week prize that goes in, um, for uh, any, it's any post that goes into Circle is um, is relevant. So it could be you asking for coaching, sometimes that'll win a prize. It could be um, Tiny Wins. So this week's prize went to Marisa and um, I can't remember, the title of it was like something about a, a big aha. I didn't write it down, but I'm just going to read out what she posted in the group because I think it was a really great um, aha moment that Marisa had. So she said, I must confess that all week, all week I've been struggling with the thought that I have slowed down my eating, but I still finished all the food on my plate and I never really feel full. I wondered if I was eating enough to begin with. And then I think to myself, Marisa, you have a problem losing weight. You are eating more than enough food. So today my wife and I ordered breakfast out. Um, I order my favorite breakfast because I think I'm supposed to enjoy my food and nothing is off limits, which is absolutely so true. <laughs> we are supposed to be enjoying our foods and nothing is off limits. Food comes, I take a bite of the corned beef hash and it tastes a little off. Um, I've had it taste like this before when it comes from a can and not prepared in-house. I ordered two eggs over easy, home fries, rye toast. I was successful in putting my fork down and basically was listening for the click that the fork made on the dish, which I, I love that Marisa had like had that bit like that, that auditory experience as well that she was looking for the click um and okay and then um i wanted to hear that sound i watched as my wife quickly finished the, her plate in no time flat she asked me if there was a problem i told her i was focusing on slowing down my eating and that the corned beef hash was not taste so great tasting so i was not going to finish it the home fries were undercooked and bland. The rye toast was good, but only the parts that were buttered. And the eggs were just a little overdone for my liking. I ate the eggs, about half the toast, and maybe a third of the home fries. 
The waitress asked if I wanted a box. I said, no, I'm all set. But the aha moment is that I didn't automatically just shovel the food into my mouth just to eat it and clear my plate mindlessly, which I would normally do even if I didn't like how something tasted. I usually eat so fast that I may not have even noticed the taste of the food. The things that were um, talked about on the first call all started to click in my head and I was actually super proud of myself for walking away, not feeling stuffed on food that was subpar. I felt good knowing that I'd made the choice for myself and it's five hours later and I'm still not hungry and I'm sorry this is so long. If you made it to this far, you are a rock star. Um, so everyone's a rock star this week for um, for reading all of Maurice's post. But yeah, so I really loved that she had that experience at that aha moment of, yeah, look, when I slow down, I actually get to experience the food and actually, you know what? Some of this isn't so great and I actually don't want to eat it and it's not a problem. And she was just able to walk away. So, um, yeah, so celebrating Marisa for that. And, yes, yeah, so, so the, um, for each week, for whoever wins a prize, you get something sent to you in the mail. So it's totally fun. <laughs> it's not just a – it's actually – there is an actual prize that comes, comes to you. Mm. Excuse me. Okay, so let's go into the group and I want to hear from you guys. So who has a tiny win or a lesson that you'd like to share with the group? Well, let's have something. I'm happy to start. Yeah. Hi. Um, I Great. have had the tiny win. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I had the tiny win from um, thinking that the way to lose weight was to have a shake every morning. And I had a aha moment, you know, enjoy your food. And then I went, this is UPF, ultra-processed food. This is not a, a way I want to live my life going forward, especially with a 22-year-old daughter in the house. So I have started making overnight oats with yogurt and mm. a, um, banana and cinnamon, and I quite like having the same meal every morning. So I'm experimenting with the blitzing of the oats, you know, what to add to it, you know, do I add chia seeds or something, but recognising that a whole food is better for me than something that's processed. And every each to their own, that might work for other people. But if I'm going to be naturally healthy, I need to remove that shame about food. Yeah, so that's really the lesson, isn't it, Anitra? Like letting yourself choose what feels good for you to be eating. Yeah, yeah. so great. I love that. Yeah, and remember, like with the shakes, like equally, if someone, if you, if so, if you really love the shakes, it doesn't matter that they're ultra processed, right? If you love the shakes, then have the shakes. Like, there's like it's it's really like what feels good to you is the thing. It's not whether it's highly processed or not. Yeah. Amazing. So, but it's so great to find a breakfast that you love and that you can experiment with. Like, love it. Awesome. Okay. Who else has tiny win you'd like to share with the group? Yeah. I went to a wedding. Great, Lindsay. I was at a wedding at the weekend and, uh, thought I was focusing, intentionally wanted to focus on eating more slowly, engaging with conversation, really taking my time, which I did. 
so that ticked the box in my head I've done my homework I've yeah I've, amazing I've the bit that was a surprise was how I naturally listened to my hunger and when between the main wedding banquet and the evening reception where there was going to be more food an ice cream van came along as a, a novelty treat oh, for us all. Uh, playing the music and we were told queue up get whatever you want free of charge and um the queue was massive and my husband said really pushed it and you know oh you've got to get one it's so nice and I was like I'm not actually that hungry and then he said try some and I tried some of his and it was lovely and normally at that point I would have then stood in the queue to get it just going with what was lovely but what surprised me was that my satiety my um, fullness cue had really kicked in and I just thought I'm going to be uncomfortable if I eat that I'm um, going to be uncomfortable uh, if I eat that right uh, barely touched the evening food because the lunchtime food was so satisfying and I think because I'd eaten it so slowly I got that uh, fullness feeling that I don't normally get until I feel bloated and over full amazing amazing i love it lindsay <laughs> but that and that's a that's a really great like really great thought to notice that in that moment the thought that i'm going to feel uncomfortable if i have this that was the thought that got you to like go oh, you know what i'm okay for ice cream there'll be other ice cream in my future like mm -hmm. so yeah so good to notice these thoughts and I, i'm going to talk more about the importance of thoughts in um in a future lesson so so good okay great work lindsay Excellent. Who else has something they'd like to share with the group? Gina? Okay, I'll go. Amazing. <laughs> um, I, I did post this earlier, but um, I skipped dinner twice this week, which I do because I'm a sort of starve and binge person. Um, but I didn't skip it because I was dieting. I skipped because I actually paused and I had to make dinner for somebody else. And I decided that I was full, so I didn't eat. And that's really unusual for me. Um, right, right. Not to so, do it out of a place of dieting. Yeah, amazing, so, amazing. And that felt good to you to like, you know what, actually, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, no, it was good until I woke up at about 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, but I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have dinner at 2 o'clock in the morning. But I <laughs> I was hungry. And then the other thing, which Actually, is the so one thing I, I do, Judith, when like if I because like I still often like will still like when it's a meal time, I'll still serve myself out something and just see how I feel. Because sometimes like, yeah, like I'll just have and then I will just have a couple of bites and be like, I actually know I definitely don't want anything. But um, yeah, but sometimes but if you felt better just skipping then that's I cool don't too. trust myself to do that. I think <laughs> if, I put, if I put the plate in front of me, yeah. I'm gonna eat it. So yeah, yeah, right, right. Well maybe that's like that that can be like a something to just think about for the future. But yeah. Advanced. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you felt but that felt good in those mm. moments that yeah, actually yeah. I'm not hungry. Yeah. Amazing. Sorry, I, I cut you and off. That, and then my biggest win was that I I I've stopped myself weighing because it just leads to, you know, kind of upset and depression and, you know, self-anger. Um, but I did weigh and my boyfriend's scale is really unreliable. If you nudge it a tiny amount, it can have a like a 10 or 12 pound difference. And I stood on it yesterday 
and it was at the highest point. And normally that would just lead me to just, you know, blow the day, freak out, just that. I actually moved it until I got to the way I felt, you know, reflected how good I'd been, which I know is, is lying to myself. But basically I just decided to take it as a win, even though it wasn't a win, and just not not let that ruin my my progress, my day. So that's um, really the win, isn't it? It's like actually deciding yeah. that I'm not going to let this ruin my day. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Judith, if that scale's really unreliable, do you think like maybe you'd be, you'd be better just not to weigh yourself while you're there, or like get a get a get a more reliable scale for there if, it's, if you are going to be there for a while? I'm stuck here. Um, I think it's probably better not to weigh, but then yeah, probably better not to weigh at the moment. So wait till I manage to get home yeah or you could buy get a new scale <laughs> like, I think everything it. here is like an evening so, right. Yeah. <laughs> right okay well just something to think about like just trust your instincts on that yeah yeah thank you amazing okay did Jill did you did you do you want to did you have a win you wanted to share no okay anyone else Nope, I, I will. I will share. Okay, quickly. great. Oh, great. Great, Jill. Just, um, I don't know. Um, Carolyn did reply. I haven't dug and dove into figuring out the circle. Um, oh, but for me, uh, I just was going to say being here two weeks in a row during the workday um, and not letting the busy of everything else get in the way of something that's a priority to me, which would be joining and participating because there's plenty of reasons why this you know could be something I could listen to which I that's what I usually do with classes um, is I do a lot of listening but this is a priority so by joining that just emphasizes or reinforces that this is a priority over just one more work call or one more you know appointment that's not for me and then the the completest side of me would want to be all back in the right part of the circle group and I'm still in the wizardry group which is totally fine um you know just allowing that to be and and knowing that that'll get itself taken care of like all technology does but uh not letting you know what is it perfection be the enemy of good um, yes yeah so I love that um because that's just, I can very quickly rationalize something like that. And I am trusting that talking and joining and being live is an important step for me um, in being successful instead of doing it my my way or my own way or around things that I'm going to follow what you say is the point. Amazing. And I so love far that. it's worked. We love that deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, and, you know, again, it's just such a funny little line, right? Because I would say that I'm normally compliant, but then I can always find my way around things. And so this is just me dabbling in that because there will come a day that maybe I won't be able to join um, for whatever reason. You know, I don't have Internet connection. And that's when it should be not a repetitive. Well, there's always something else. So I'm here. And I love seeing it as prioritizing yourself and prioritizing what you want. That's a really powerful thought, Jill. Love it. Amazing. And I really appreciate, um, I think, you know, I came over as a Courtney Carver girl and I really appreciate, and it is painful to go slow and small <laughs> instead of, you know, hell's bells and all in. So I appreciate the approach for this week and how we're building. So thank you. 
Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, and for anyone that doesn't know Courtney Carver, she's like a simplicity um, person and she's all about like the tiny changes and incremental changes. I've learned a lot from Courtney too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it is a really great approach. Amazing. Thank you. Oh, thanks for sharing, Jill. Amazing. Okay. So let's quickly recap week one. Oh, sorry, Naomi, did you want to? Yeah, I just wanted to add. Great. little bit out of my element because I'm traveling. I'm 6,000 miles away from where I live. And um, I did post this that um, I thought traveling was going to be a lot harder. And it's a lot easier. And I think the reason is, is that um, I've just made up so many rules around my eating at home. I eat healthy, except when I don't. But I sort (laughs) of do this at this time. I do this at this time. If I'm working out, then I do it at that time. And now it's really literally driven by um, kind of mood and vacation circumstance. And it somehow is making it easier. It's making it easier to slow down. It's making it easier not to rush. It's making it easier to ask myself what I really feel like eating because it's kind of the world is my oyster. And um, I don't know what it's going to be on the scale when I get home. And that'll be another thing. I'm not really worried about it. But I do think it's interesting how a lot of the work you're doing, Jules, is kind of setting, it really is so much about mindset for me, because I do know the particulars. But there is something about there is something about letting go and just sort of trusting the process, which is sounds really easy, but it's not. Um, I know one of, I'll I'll give just one example of going to a really nice restaurant. And um, I'm just one of those people that I don't drink pop. I don't kind of believe in it. I don't want (laughs) to. It's just one of those things. Um, Except that every summer, once a summer, especially after I've, done a lot of flying or whatever I really like an ice cold coke with sugar not right the real stuff yeah <laughs> but just whatever and so I did that and I really enjoyed it and it's really strange how historically there would be that would be seen as I'm pretty good except for that and for me it's just like so enjoyable to actually appreciate something for what it is and it's done. It's like that satisfied. Little, yeah. Amazing. It's fine and very easy. And that's a real big thing for me because that judging even a little bit, especially because I'm health conscious, it's kind of gotten twisted over the years and it's kind of gotten uh, sort of overly healthy obsessed so that it's created problems for my weight and for my appreciation of just breaking bread with people and enjoying food and letting it go and moving on to the next meal and being in the moment. So I just want to mention that. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. And I love that you noticed that. So what do you think, like you mentioned that like you're traveling and it's feeling really easy. Do you think the thought is that's really helping you that Naomi is like, I can trust myself. It sounds like, like, do do you think, that's yeah, the it just it, it really feels um, more peaceful, and I don't know whether there's a lot of habit association. Um, I mean, I guess this is a question for you: whether I've created even that are quote good habits 
that are built within something kind of uh, restrictive or measured or judged as being good or bad when I'm at home. And so because I'm on vacation, you would think that I would just go crazy and just drink Coke all day and (laughs) wine all day. Like even, even the wine, like I really love my red wine and I really have enjoyed it basically two different evenings and that's it because it kind of messes with my sleep and I don't love that. Mm. So I love it when I enjoy it with a meal and then I'm really good for, you know, so I don't, why is it easier? Do you have any thoughts? About yeah, because you, I think you've got this thought that I can trust myself. And yeah, like, and like you, like, it's exactly it. Like I can trust myself and you don't have any of these rules that you've, that you had when you're at like, home. I can literally have whatever it's like a, I want. I'm free from whatever. these rules and I can trust myself. And so it's like, okay, this is like, of course it feels easy. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so that would be, I don't know if that will last, but if this process can be easier than what I've been doing to myself, I'm in. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like we'll talk more about thought, the importance of thoughts. So I think you're already aware of them, that yeah. Naomi. So I think like this thought that I can trust myself is the thought that's making it feel easy. And so if we can bring that thought home, then that's going to remove the need to have all this structure and have all these like rules. And because you've, you'll have that solid trust. And if it feels a bit wobbly sometimes, no worries. Like you'll 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 figure it. Like you'll get there. So yeah, amazing. Okay, so good. We've got some great wins already. <laughs> um, okay, so let's recap last week. So last week we spoke about this idea that change is possible and that it doesn't that doesn't just happen. Like you have to decide to make it happen. And we, I went through all the list of like the things that we won't be doing in part of the Naturally Healthy Club. So all the restricting, all the food moralizing, good food, bad food stuff, um, all the dieting stuff. And we, I shared with you examples like my story. I shared with you examples of some people that have been through the Naturally Healthy Club and done this work and it's made a huge difference in their lives. Um, and then we also, I also shared with you the philosophy that we spoke about first, which was just our list of thoughts to be um that to be practicing and then i also introduced you to our process which i've covered again today and that we'll be coming back to a time and time again um and then we also spoke about the your naturally healthy self-concept and what this and how this is like we all have this like version like the way we see ourselves we see ourselves as this type of person and that in order to change our relationship with food and our bodies, it's really important that we also do some work to change our self-concept because if we see ourselves as someone who struggles with food, has a difficult relationship with food, you can like, you know, everyone knows, you can go on a diet, you can lose weight, but if that's still the mental image that you have of yourself, you eventually, like you can do it, you can go against your self-concept for a short time, but eventually like your self-concept catches up and so then you perpetuate that that image of you having this difficult relationship with food. So one of the things that we're going to be doing on this journey together is not only we're changing our habits, but we're changing our mindset and we're changing our self-concept. So we're going to change ourselves the way we see ourselves. So we stop seeing ourselves as someone who struggles and start seeing ourselves as this naturally healthy person who has a great relationship with food. Um, So that's a key part of the work that we're doing together. 
And I also suggested for you, each of you, like a goal for the next one to two months is just to focus on our habits and our process and to keep your weight stable at this stage um, because we want to get the good habits in place rather than putting pressure on ourselves to be different and also just to get into this place where we're you know, enjoying, really enjoying our food and having fun with that. And if you're coming from a restrictive background, um, that can that can be tricky. Um, and then we're going to like, you know, once we've got some good habits in place, then we'll look at, um, at the weight loss piece. And then finally, we spoke about uh, what I call responsibility magic. And so, and the, just the two things to remember from that is like what I, there's only two things I expect from you. And so one is to post a tiny win or a tiny lesson in the group each week. And the reason for that is, it's is that we change best when we feel good so one of the thoughts from our philosophy and this is really well documented in behavior change like in psychology is that when we um when we are making changes even if if we feel like we're making progress like even if it's the tiniest of progress then we're way more likely to keep going like that gives us motivation to keep going whereas when we feel like we're not making progress then that's when we want to quit, which, you know, it's just, you know, that to be true in like just human nature. Um, and, but the thing is that our brains have this negativity bias. And so we're always, our brains are scanning for the, the negative and we're like, it'll be looking for the negative. And so what we want to do is like by, by actually asking ourselves, okay, then looking for the tiny wins, it overcomes that negativity bias and it keeps us with going with our motivations. So, um, so that's one part of the response that what I expect for you from you. And then the other thing that I expect from you is to like raise your hand and ask for help when you're struggling or you're feeling resistance to anything or you find yourself checking out that because like I'm an amazing coach. Uh, but I'm not a right mind reader. And so I'm going to assume that you are like things are working and you're kicking goals unless you tell me otherwise. So it's really important that you let me know when you're finding things difficult. And so you can post in the group, you can turn up to a call to ask for coaching and like we will we will work through it together. Um, so yeah, please don't don't hesitate. If something feels not great, let me know because the sooner that we work like the sooner that you let me know the sooner we can come on up with a solution together um yeah so that was last week's call so now let's start talking about the we're maximizing the pleasure of food so um so why pleasure and like first of all because it's fun because it's there because it's available to us like that's that's reason enough but the other key thing which actually Lindsay touched on is with her tiny win is that that when we um when we like tune into pleasure and enjoyment and slowing down then that that like this is a key part to our satiety so feeling um feeling that satisfaction piece really has a huge impact on how um on us like on our satiety levels and we'll talk in a future lesson about hunger and satiety but but there's like there's like the physical part to hunger, and, but there's also like a huge psychological component to it. So that's why. And so if we, when we tune into the pleasure and we really like let ourselves experience what we're eating, that turns off our psychological hunger as well as our physical hunger. So it like makes us feel satisfied in like both psychologically and physically. Whereas if, when we, um, 
and you will have known you'll like will have experienced this before, before like you know you're eating something like say you're at a movie eating a bag of like a huge tub of popcorn but you're focused on the movie so you're hardly even noticing the popcorn and then it's almost like you haven't eaten it like it's kind of like it doesn't really register so by we want to avoid that as much as possible and like really tune into the pleasure so that we can feel that satisfaction piece because and the other reason why I want really want to focus why I think it's so important to focus on pleasure is that like we think that we want more food but basically we want more enjoyment and so let's get the in like we don't need to eat bucket loads and bucket loads of food to get and like to get an enough enjoyment um and this it really comes down to like kind of like get, getting the most out of what we are eating so then we don't have this desire to go for more and more and more and uh so like that all those reasons are, are like reasons <laughs> enough but it's also um i did some work with a sex coach last year and like she was really big on the importance of pleasure in helping us like just as a as a self-care practice to like and how pleasure in all forms helps us like like navigate stress it helps us like de-stress and also how like it helps us take care of our, better care of ourselves and when we're like opening up to pleasure like it improves our relationships like there's so many benefits from um, from experiencing pleasure and really like you know experiencing pleasure from food it's it's a form of mindfulness so any of those things that you hear of like you know meditation is great or yoga is great because of mindfulness stuff like that can apply to our um our like the health benefits that we get from tuning into the pleasure of our food as well um and yeah and the other thing reason why like I love focusing on pleasure is because it helps us get into this food abundance mindset rather than be living in food scarcity where we can feel like yes like um yeah like there's going to be plenty of amazing food in our future our future so that it helps us like actually like when we are eating things stop at a reasonable amount because we know that we're going to let ourselves have more pleasure in the future so it's not like we're in this oh this is the last time I'm ever going to have ice cream I need to eat all the ice cream right now um, and the arts and and what that has the the flow and effect is, is in building self trust and uh, and feeling get good about ourselves, which I think Naomi's starting to experience in her, on her vacation, which is so great. So there's so many reasons to um to tune into pleasure, but like like we could just stop at number one, like that it's fun. <laughs> um, so we're going to I'm I'm going to talk to talk through that like the how to maximize pleasure, but we're going to do our the first part of our tasting exercise. So if you feel um, if you don't want to eat on camera, totally get that because the video we are recording. So um, if you want to turn your camera off, that's that's completely fine. Um, but so our first part of the tasting exercise, you've got your two pieces of food. So we're just going to take one of those pieces of food, and I want you to open up, grab your phone, and open up. Um, like your favorite social media, news site, whatever you use to distract yourself on your phone. And so open that up and I want you to eat this first piece of food as fast as you can while focusing on your distraction. I'll give you a couple of minutes to do that.
Okay, so breathing quickly. <laughs> um, so now you can turn off your dis- put your phone away. <laughs> come back, come back to the come back to Zoom. Um, so we're going to talk about how to maximize pleasure, and then we're going to do the second part of our tasting um, exercise. So how we maximize the pleasure of food, there's four steps to it. So the first is like giving ourselves permission to eat what you really, what you to have what you really want. I'll go into each of these in more detail. Second is to enjoy the anticipation. Third is to slow down and focus on the food. And the fourth step is to coach yourself when you want more. So I'll go through each of those in more detail. So step one, giving yourself permission to eat what you really want. This is really key because when we're like telling ourselves, oh, I shouldn't be having this, this is bad, um, or like we're having those kind of negative thoughts around um, like judging ourselves for having, you know, or having thoughts like, you know, if I eat cookies, cake, roast potatoes, I'm not going to lose weight. And um, like if we're having all these kind of judgmental like negative thoughts about what we're going to like about having whatever it is that we're going to eat like that just doesn't feel good so so we want to first of all like remove that those and unwind those negative thoughts and actually give yourself permission that yeah I am going to I am going to have cookies I am going to have cake whatever I'm going to have my roast potatoes whatever it is and and also remember that um having like eating any of it having coca-cola having like with all the sugar like having any of these things isn't going to be a problem for losing weight it's the quantity that we have of them so having one cookie not a problem having a whole bag of cookies that could that can be a problem um so so it's really um important to remember like it's totally fine to eat whatever you're going to eat it's not going to impact like on your health it's really in terms but it's important to get the quantity right and so what we want to do with that is, yes, give yourself permission, but also like it's okay to have some boundaries around it. So like actually setting an intention of like asking yourself, how do I want this to go? If you are having ice cream, like do I want to just have a small scoop? Do I want to have like a big scoop? But setting that, like making that decision with an intentional choice or like so setting an intention of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have two cookies or I'm going to have one cookie or whatever or I'm going to have one glass of wine or three, two glasses of wine rather than, you know, I'm going to just drink whatever. So having some boundaries is okay. And it's all around finding this balance. So we want to give ourselves permission. The next step is to enjoy the anticipation. And we'll talk more about that in a, um, in a second. So we'll, we'll have actually, this is important, but basically we want to like you don't have to do this like it's totally fine to like make decisions in the moment and decide actually you know what I am going to have some cookies in the moment but if you when we anticipate things so when we plan things ahead it actually increases our pleasure so when I did a podcast episode um, recently it was called how to double your pleasure from food and basically the message from it was just plan stuff ahead because when we anticipate things, when we plan things ahead, we actually get pleasure in the moment now, thinking about the future enjoyment of having whatever it is that we're planning. And so we get the the pleasure from the anticipation and then we also get the pleasure from the having of it. And it's really interesting. There's um, studies looking at like cocaine addicts and looking at, um, they were like measuring the you know dopamine in their brains. And when the like when they were anticipating like taking the drug 
they actually, their brains actually release just as much dopamine. I, I, they might've even been slightly more than when they actually like and when they you know when they actually took the drug they did get some dopamine as well but they got just as much from anticipating and so we have a it's the same with food food and um and other treats as well like when we anticipate we we actually get that dopamine that reward neurotransmitter flooding into our brain so we get this pleasure from just the anticipation um so yeah that's like planning things ahead really fun and we'll talk more about how to how to do that um, in a second and so we want to give ourselves permission, enjoy the anticipation, and then we want to slow down and focus on the food. So that's where they're putting our cutlery down in between bites, where we want to like, you know, where possible eat without distraction. So don't be reading a book. Don't be like on your phone. Don't be watching TV. Um, and also like, you know, folks, like making an occasion of it, serving it out onto a plate or a bowl. So you can like look at the food and appreciate the visuals. Um, and also so that you like have that end point rather than like if you're just dipping into a bag of chips, like, you know, you're just going to keep going. Whereas if you serve out what you think you want, um, that gives you that pause point before you like, of course, you can always go back and get more if you want to, but it just gives you that that pause point. Um, and we want to like, like when you're eating, maximizing pleasure, like really savoring. I think that that's the word for it. It's like letting, like, letting your senses experience what it is that you're eating like pretend like you're Nigella Lawson and you you know you can if you want to close your eyes close your eyes and like really focus on the food and and experiment with like how food feels in your mouth and like taking bigger bites or smaller bites or chewing for longer or chewing for less and just really it's really just comes down to just paying attention just noticing you know noticing what 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 is there um and yeah like that's really like really it like it's like slowing down focusing savoring and then the fourth step is to coach yourself when you want more so the thing is that particularly if you haven't been letting yourself have like say you haven't let yourself have donuts for a long time and um, then you're having it finally having a donut and you're like there's going to be a little bit of food scarcity thinking in the back of your mind and so like and of course you're going to want more particularly with sugar and alcohol like you know they reward our brain like they get they release a lot of dopamine so when we have these things it's totally natural that of course at the end of the glass of wine you're like oh that was really good I want more um and so what you want to do is just coach yourself in those learn to coach yourself in those moments and yes sure sometimes there might be like it might be you might want to have a second glass or have more than you'd planned um but most of the time like you you had that plan for a reason of sticking to one donut say or one glass of wine and so you want to learn to coach yourself in those moments just to remind yourself and it, like you know it's going to be better if I stick to this plan I don't you know don't want to feel gross later I don't want to feel like over full whatever it is but learning to like think thoughts that help you stop or and like a really great thought that can be helpful is you know overeating is never worth it and he said just telling if you think that oh overeating is never worth it you'll find yourself stopping um so yeah like that's that's the last thing and but the other thing the other part of coaching yourself is yeah there will be times where you plan something and then you have it and then you end up having more than you planned and what you want to do is not make that a problem. So you don't want to go into like judging yourself and giving yourself a hard time and telling yourself you'll never get this and I can't be trusted. The story, what you want to do with that story, is just go, all oh, right, okay, <laughs> of course I overate. Like, of course I had more cookies because like I haven't had them for ages and they're, they're delicious. 
and just think about like, hey, well, how can I handle this differently next time? And just, so don't make it mean that you can't be trusted. Just make it mean that, yeah, this is just part of me learning to trust myself um, and bring that curiosity to it. So so that's essentially how we go about doing it, like a, an intellectual exercise. So now we're going to do part two of our tasting exercise where we actually experience maximizing the pleasure of food. So um, again, if you want to turn your camera off while you're eating, totally get that. Um, so you've got your second piece of food. And so what we want to do this time is I want you to pretend that you're in a new body. You've come down like you're an alien. You've come to come down to earth. You're in a new body who's never seen or eaten this food ever before in your whole life. And so you're going to be experiencing this food for the very first time. So I want you to like approach this like exercise with like curiosity and fascination of like, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like. And so first thing is like we want to have a like have a look at the food. You might want to pick the food up and have, put it in your hand if you or just look at it if it's on a on wherever it is. Just have a look and just really look at like, oh, what's like really notice? Like what's the color like? Is it shiny? Is it rough? Is it like is the shape? Do, does it look pleasing to the eye? Is it or like yeah, like just really notice how it um how it looks. And then if you want to close your eyes, you can, but if you want to go to open, that's cool too. And, but the next is like just with your finger to like touch the food and actually feel like, like what does this surface texture feel like? And you might like to just pick it up in your hand and feel like the weight in your hand. Like, does it feel light or is it heavy for its size? And you know, notice the temperature, like, does it feel cool or is it feel like warm? Um, and then we can bring the bring the food up to your nose, and we want to just really check in with the smell. Like, so what does it smell like? Just the take a little sniff, and just like the what's the aroma? And just don't judge it. Just like ask yourself, like, what am I noticing here when I smell this? What's my nose telling me? And then the next step is we're just going to. Um, I don't want you to put it in your mouth, but just run the food along the, the bottom of your lip, and just feel how it feels on your lip and just kind of just again what am I noticing here and then the next step is we're going to just put it in your mouth and take a like a teeny tiny little mouse bite like just a small bite and then as you like say as it goes into your mouth and you start chewing just again asking yourself what am I noticing here what's like like what's the flavor like What's the texture like? And how's like my experience as I'm chewing this, like how's my experience of it changing? And then you can swallow and take a breath because there's no rush. And then we're going to take a bigger bite. And again, like just as it goes into your mouth, it just asks yourself, what am I noticing here? It's like as you're chewing, like what's the flavor like? What's the texture like? What do I like about this? Or is there anything I don't like about this? And then chew. And when you feel ready, you swallow. And then if you want to finish eating what you're eating, you can. Um, and then just open your eyes and come back into the room. I'm a stretch if you feel like I'm being stretched. 
um yeah and I'm curious like to um does anyone want to share like what that experience was like what what you noticed in that exercise Lindsay yeah amazing I do the second part of the exercise regularly with my clients right right to increase mindfulness so it was quite nice to do it be guided through it yourself yeah yeah just receiving but the bit that was profound for me was the first part of how immediately addicted I was because I haven't gone on Facebook for three or four days because I know it's a big distraction and I normally do it when I'm eating and I noticed just how quickly I was back in that place of the addiction of that and I wanted to keep scrolling because there were photos from the wedding on there of course of course oh my goodness yeah yeah can't miss out on those Um, very very powerful Jules thank you because as I say I'm very familiar with the second part of eating it mindfully but I hadn't um intentionally practiced eating it mindlessly yeah and the contrast is amazing out on isn't it amazing yeah yeah for sure great Lindsay amazing did anyone else want to share your thoughts I am I used two cherries which I've been saving because they were so good when I bought them and I realized that I've let let them go too long. Oh, no, that sucks, Judith. <laughs> so um, there was no taste to the first part. I was also, I was, um, you know, on my phone um, doing a puzzle and I couldn't taste anything at all and no smell. And then the second time I definitely, I've done this exercise many times as well, but I've never done the first the first part. Um, and I did, I was absolutely aware about how I should have eaten them about five days ago. (laughs) Right, right, right. Oh, that sucks. Okay. But you, but you still, did did you, was I could tell the difference. Absolutely. There was some flavor there when you looked. Yes. It it. just wasn't the good. As good as it had been like five days ago. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, like you can all see how, like what a difference it makes when we use our focus and what we're missing out on when we, um, when we like, when we do like eat with distractions. That being said, like a lot of people that come to the Naturally Healthy Club really struggle with this and they're really attached to their distractions. So if that's you, like, and you really, really want to be like missing out on all that pleasure, like, of course, like you, you get to choose. Remember, well, this is like, being naturally healthy is about finding like what's best for you like what works for you um so yes like if you really still must eat with distractions one thing that I will say though is that most people that do like make that leap and make that decision to experiment with eating with like letting the food be a distraction in itself like they are so glad that they do that work (laughs) so um but it is it is up to you and but it does it really makes it so much harder to feel your satiety when you are eating with distractions so so that's just 
like you have so much to gain by tuning into the pleasure of the food that's that's actually with you in front of you um so yeah like but I actually one thing that some there was someone in the last group who or the group before who what she did to wean herself off of her distractions was that she would find a video on YouTube of a fireplace or a beach scene um, of like waves on the beach. And she would like put that on her iPad. And when she was eating, she would like have that with her as company. Um, and so she found that like a good, like kind of stepping stone. And that's very different to like what looking into a fireplace is very different to, um, you know, scrolling on, looking at all the wedding photos. <laughs> so um, yeah, like that might be a, a good hack if you wanted to experiment with that. Okay, so I think the distractions are a real thing for me, like big, um, because I like to read and I got stuff going on and it's all good stuff, like your videos, you know, like, <laughs> so it's and I'm living, I live alone now. Um, so it, um, you know, sometimes I think eating with friends or eating with a, people is way more distracting. I really is, have to. Yeah. You know, I have to really uh, take a breath and not be so engaged in conversation and all of that. One of the things that's helping, first of all, I like the fact that you say you can do what you want, because what that means is that sometimes I do watch the news while I'm eating my meal. I actually and I put my cutlery down and I'm sort of trying to develop the ability to do both and rather than only this, because I really get hung up with rules. Um, but the other thing that's really helping me is um, is putting music on, yeah. is putting Spotify on, doing a playlist that I like. And it seems to be a softer thing in, in, in the background. So that, as you say, the food comes to the forefront. Yeah, and the food is a distraction in itself. Yeah, yes. yeah, so great, Naomi, love it. Um, yeah, good. Okay, so just before, now we're going to talk about um, anticipating treats. So, and we'll come back to this eating with distractions, eating without distractions thing as well. Um, so you don't have to decide now forever and always, but I what I would invite you to is just like, just experiment and see, see like be open to it. Um, okay, so ex- anticipating treats. So I guess I mentioned before, like why we want to do this, anticipation doubles your pleasure and, and it helps create this food abundance mindset that you, like you're, there will be plenty of amazing food in your future and it builds that self-trust as well. Um, and also because like life's too short to miss out on the things that you love. <laughs> so how you how you how I recommend going about this habit of anticipating treats, it's really up to you to decide. But I recommend like getting into the habit of like Dale every day, like deciding like what, like deciding on one treat that you want to give yourself for that day. And, um, and really what is a treat? Like the people get really hung up on this, but it's really like, it doesn't matter what it could be. It could be a bowl of Judith's cherries that are fresh and not five days old. Um, but it, like, it could be, it could be blueberries. It could be donuts. It could be Coca-Cola, like, um, it doesn't matter what it is. It just has to be something. It could be a, a big bowl of broccoli, like, um, but just something that you enjoy, right? And that you actually are going, yeah, this is my treat for, 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 for the day. And also, but and the other thing that I think is helpful is if you can decide in advance. So like either in the morning, like think through your day and think, okay, what's my treat going to be for the day? Or if you've, like, if you've got another habit that you already have that where you're thinking through your day, 
um, that can be really great. Or maybe it's the night before, maybe after dinner, you think, okay, well, what, what do I want my treat to be tomorrow? Um, it doesn't like it, there's no right or wrong with this, but it's just like getting into the habit of giving yourself that permission to have something and asking yourself, like, how do I want this to go? And for, you might decide that, you know, that like for me, like my, I have ice cream on Saturday and Sunday nights usually. And that's like my kind of big sugary treat for the week. But on the other days, it's like I'm having, you know, yogurt and seeds with some peanut butter or um, it's not like not so over the top indulgent or it might be a glass of wine. Like, so like, I like that, that kind of weekly balance works for me, but it's up to you to figure out like what, what is good for you. And you might just only once a week, whatever, like, but giving yourself like going, giving yourself that permission to have treats is really important and allowing it, like giving yourself that gift of anticipating them is really key as well. And so you want to be um, specific about the quantity, particularly for sugar and alcohol. So just don't, don't think I'm going to have wine, think I'm going to have two glasses or I'm going to have three glasses but or one, but be specific about how much. And then you want to serve it out. You want to sit down and savor it like we did just then. Okay, you don't have, maybe you don't have to like rub along your lip, but just like give you like serving it out and making an occasion of it. And then of course, like coaching yourself when you want more. Um, and yeah, and my bonus tip around this, I, this habit of anticipating treats is some people really struggle with like deciding what their treat's going to be. So what can be a good thing is just to have like a treat list. And so when you're out and about and you, or you think of something and you notice that, oh, yeah, like I haven't had, um, you know, cheese from my favourite cheese shop for a really long time, like put that on your treat list and so that you can actually then when you're in the moment thinking, oh, what's my treat going to be, you've got like a good and easy go-to list there. Um, yeah, so that's how we go about anticipating treats. It's like just give, like getting into the habit of planning something. And I would really recommend experimenting with planning something every day. And some days it might be, you know, just a square of dark chocolate. It doesn't have to be like, you know, super indulgent, but, um, but yeah, just giving, getting into that habit of doing it daily is, uh, is a really great thing to work on. So in terms of like your home play, that's what we're going to focus on this week. So, the thought that we want to be focusing on is there's no rush just to remind yourself to like slow down and enjoy and then the habit so we'll keep going with putting our cutlery down and slowing down in that way and then the thing that I want you to add in this week is planning your planning your daily treat and start building that habit in and of course the other home play is to post your tiny win in the in the group this week um, and yeah, just a reminder that, yeah, you, you belong here. It's safe for you to be seen in this group. Um, and yeah, it's really good to have you in the group as well. So, um, so that's it for this week. Does anyone have any questions or any thoughts before we wrap up? Anyone worried about planning treats? Is it freaking them out? It's okay if it is. <laughs> Some people... <laughs> No, we're good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you, Lindsay. Amazing. Okay, well, have a delicious week, everyone. Enjoying your um, enjoying your treats. And um, yes, so next week we're going to be talking about um, about tracking and um, 
and about weighing ourselves with curiosity. So have a beautiful week and I'll catch you guys. Look forward to, I'm going to look forward to reading your, um, your tiny wins in the group. Okay. Bye everyone.